0: Chico's gonna give you what, Rev is gonna give you what, Ben is gonna give you what, all three are gonna give you the big D.
1: Chico's gonna give you what, Rev is gonna give you what, Ben is gonna give you what, all three are gonna give you the big D.
0: Chico, Rev, and Ben, yep, they're at it again, breaking down the team, putting stats up in your head. Nothing left unsaid. They're leaving it all on the field. Like the favorite team, raising two cups, and we'll chill. The knowledge is a real for a trio, so true. To representing the gray, red, white, and blue. And you love them too. That you keep to some just one time. Let me hear the Elisha die. Chico's gonna give you what Brev is gonna
1: give you. What Ben is gonna give you, what I'll are gonna give you. The big D. Chico's gonna give you
0: what Brev is gonna give you. What Ben is gonna give you, what I'll three are gonna give you. The Big D Um, soccer? Podcast? Huh. Hey, good evening everyone. Welcome to Big D After Dark. I'm excited for the show tonight, even though the weekend was was a bit miserable for FC Dallas fans as FC Dallas and interim head coach Marco Ferruzzi headed up to Vancouver and were unable to come away with any points. A 1-0 loss. Uh, A lot to pick through as we think about that game and against the next seven matches, all of which are must-wins for FC Dallas to have any chance at the playoffs. And we'll talk about Ricardo Pepe transfer rumors. We're glad you're joining us. Hit us with your questions and comments to shape the show. And uh, let's get to it. Welcome to Big D After Dark. And there we are. We're live. Welcome to Big D After Dark, everybody. Thanks for taking time out of your Monday evening to join us as we talk along with other FC Dallas fans about the latest F C Dallas news and rumors and uh, and conversation starters. We're gonna have some fun tonight, even though the weekend, as I said in the intro, is not so fun for F C Dallas fans. I'm I'm Nathan. You can follow me at Nathan J Hill and just also with, with us tonight is good good friend Jose Carmona at El Chico Carmona. Hello. Good to have uh, Jose. Good to have you here. And uh, Ben is still taking a, a, a needed break away from soccer, <laughs> from FC Dallas soccer. And appreciated Tommy joining us last week. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna just have a good conversation, the two of us. Let's just get right into. Oh, and of course, folks, type in your comments. Let us know um, your questions, your takeaways, your feedback about this past weekend and about and we'll be getting to Ricardo Pepe rumors in just a little bit here. Let's start with um the takeaways from the loss uh, uh, FC Dallas went up to Vancouver the first match uh, in charge there for technical for Marco difficulty. Oh is it working? We have
1: it here. You're working now. Oh, okay, You're... that's
0: weird. Well, all right. Well, we may have some technical glitches tonight. For a second. Yeah, no, uh, my camera has been acting a little funny, and it may just be time for a new camera. We'll see. But um, first game in charge for Marco Ferruzzi, and uh, didn't quite go the way he wanted. In fact, we'll, we'll hear a clip from him in just a moment, his reactions to the game. I didn't get to watch this one live. I was out camping, so I, I caught up on it today. So let's just start with our basic, or just our general takeaways from the match, Jose. What were your takeaways from this disappointing result.
1: Well, the takeaway is that Ferruzzi technically delivered on his promise that the defense would play better. And the team set up to play defense, you know, with Acosta and Quinone as your uh, dual deep-line midfielders there. And honestly, the defense played okay. They only allowed the one goal, which, of course was the game winner. And it just highlights what's going, been wrong with the team all season long. They set up defensively to play defensive ball. And sure, they didn't allow the three goals this, this week like they, they did several week you know, for what, like five weeks in a row. They allowed one goal. But their attack completely disappeared. And And this is something that, that we've seen all year, is, is there seems to be a lack of... Flexibility with with the midfield, you know if if you set up defensively you play good defense You may allow one goal, but your attack appears if you set up offensively and set up with a single pivot on defense and Two midfielders up high sure you may score two three goals But then your defense is gonna allow just as many goals And and that's what we saw it was th- true to form another game the defense played well for mo- for the majority part Yes, of course they did actually get saved a couple of times by Jimmy Moore. Thank God he's back and healthy because it, it shows you his value. He made some great saves. And uh, it's just frustrating, you know. You, you see you see where the team, what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong, and, and there's just no correction. There's just,
2: mm.
1: you know, it's they got one foot out of the playoff out of the playoffs and they're slowly sliding that other foot across
0: yeah yeah and i i mean i'm with you i think like again you, you watch the match and um it wasn't it wasn't a bottom of the of the western conference major league soccer kind of team what do you think of like there were some attacking actions that looked really promising pepe had some shots uh, Jesus had some opportunities. They got the ball in dangerous places. They battled uh, defensively. Um, yeah, they gave up some chances. I mean, every team does to some degree or another. And we're able to fend those off, get in the way, except for one, one moment where you switch off, one moment where you're just not on your front foot and uh, you give up the goal. So uh, a disappointing match. But and it's frustrating as an FC Dallas fan because you'd almost sometimes wish for them just to have a shambles Shambolic match, when you're just like, look, oh my gosh, you know, look how bad it is." Um, but then, uh, you instead you end up with this thing where a coach can come back and say, uh, uh, "Yeah, you know, disappointing result, but we played well, you know, that kind of thing," which is not what FC Dallas fans are wanting to hear at the moment. Um, so yeah, and I agree with the midfield not really good enough. Uh, in the match. And of course, the fans are putting a lot of blame on uh, Dan Hunt's goal scorer, Frank deservedly,
1: O'Hara. deservedly I mean, I didn't even bring that up, but yeah. come on, man, that was brutal. That was a brutal ending to that match. I mean, you're sitting there, you're watching, you're like, yes, we get the PK. You got your $3 million man who's, one good thing is PKs. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I at the, Somewhere in the back of my head, I'm like, he's he's going to blow this. I just know it. that's just the way this season's going. And that's indicative of how, how the season has been is the team falls behind. They battle back. They get that opportunity to at least walk out a point on the road. I don't care. Fans can cry all they want, but a point on the road is a good result in MLS. Mm-hmm. And they had a shot at that, and they're, the guy, the man they brought in, just for that purpose alone, you can't even do that. And, and if that's not frustrating enough, he had a second shot, a clean shot on goal, and he skied it, and he blew it. So he had two shots, the PK, and then he had a follow-up mm-hmm. sitter, mm-hmm. and he blew the sitter, and it's like... At that point, I mean, I as, as soon as they blew the whistle, I just shut off my TV and I didn't want to hear anything else. I I don't think I watched social media or anything because all you're gonna hear is frustration and 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 the fans have a right to be frustrated, you know. Mm.
0: Well, and let's let's key on on one other player that f- fans can rightly, you know, we can ask questions about, what or or a position, uh, which is our outside back position and. Not that our central defenders have been without uh, error. Uh, it, and it's interesting to see that Tafari has has gotten some time on the bench. I don't know what that's about or if it's just, hey, we need to get our veterans going again. Um, but, uh, you know, Che, I saw some uh, frustration with Justin Chase's performance. And so I I paid attention to that, and it wasn't the greatest performance. He 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 was culpable on the mistake on that that first goal as well, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't an awful performance either. He's he's raw. He is a seventeen year old kid who's learning as he goes and playing in a position that's that's not his ideal position, um, and and doing somewhat okay there. He's battling there, not the best, but um, he's given them crucial minutes. Tumasi, we've gone back and forth on him are we seeing his ceiling? Although he was probably, he was less of a liability in this match. Um, so it's, it's going to be, I, I just don't know if we're, if it's my gut is, I think it, it's a lot to hoist onto, to chase shoulders and expect him as a 17 year old. I think this is what comes with playing their kids. They're going to make some mistakes. They're going to switch off here and there. They're not going to be the cleanest on the ball and things, but uh, but you love to see the effort, and you see a kid like that battling and learning as he as he gets time.
1: Well, let's face it. You know, it, as talented as Che is, if you're an opposing coach, you're looking for chinks in that defensive armor, and you have to say, "Hey, we have to go after the teenager." Yes, he's talented. Uh, yes, he he he. You know, he's he's solid, but at the end of the day, he's a teenager. He's gonna make mistakes, and 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 we just have to keep going at him, and keep going at him, and take advantage when that happens. And you know, I know some fans are screaming bloody murder over Justin Che, but it's 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 a it's it's the problem with playing the youth is youth makes youthful mistakes. And Che, you know he he had I wouldn't say he had a bad game, but he had the biggest mistake of the match. And when you lose by only one goal, and let's face it, one goal allowed, it's a damn good defensive effort. But if you go back, go back a full month, yeah, as bad as defense has looked. And I called it, you know, I, I'm sorry, but when they announced, you know, the starting live and I said, oh, hey, Brazon's starting. That's it. The defense isn't going to allow three goals. They're going to allow one goal, and the fans are going to scream, scream bloody murder when it happens, and that's exactly what's happening. Of course, Brazon didn't allow the goal. Justin Che did. He, he's, the, he's the kid that got beaten. Uh, mm. Yeah. Any <laughs> That performance, any of the previous – Five matches would have been a sensational defensive mm-hmm. effort, and and and
0: yeah,
1: it's just it's I don't know, goes. man. We're running out of excuses for this team. Really, it's they they can do two things. They just can't play defense, have a good defensive match, and a good offensive match on the same day. They either have one or the other, or it's a tale of two halves where the, the defense plays great for one half. And the offense plays terrible, or the second half mm. it flips around, and, yeah. and that's that's what's really frustrating, and and that's really I, I, again people have said it, and you have to agree with it, that just comes down to not having top notch DPS. You know, you have a you have a Costa, who's your DP, and mind you, he's not an offensive threat, mm-hmm. he's not a, def- a offensive threat. At all. And that's one of your DPs. So I know he's not a high-end DP, but I think, you know, I'm not with these people that say, you know, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. I'm okay if they simply use some TAM or something and buy him down and and make him, you know, a TAM player. But he's not a DP. He has never really been a DP or played at that level. And I... Don't want to wax, you know, go on about how we already know what that is. The problem is, your two DPS are missing action, and those are the guys that you're counting on to change your team's fortunes. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: You remove the DP, you remove the DPS from both from all the teams in MLS, and everyone's going to be about even. It's those DPS that are going to change the tide of the game and dallas doesn't have those guys yeah and and the record bears it out 17 matches this season dallas has allowed the first goal and they have not won a single one of those matches and i i may be wrong it's i think it's 10 draws and, and and seven losses i could have that backwards it could be seven draws and 10 losses either way you slide it is they don't have those DPS that can alter the fortune of the team, and, and you, we're counting on on the young guys. We're counting on Pepe. We're counting on kids like Che. Um, you know, uh, we're counting on Shun, or Tommy Call or Jesus. That's those are the guys we count on to win the game. And of course, yeah, it's not happening. So that's honestly, that's I think that's what. What the fans demand really is is get different DPS,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. take
1: a gamble, roll the dice. We're not even asking for a five million dollar DP. We just want somebody that's going to be effective, you know. Yeah. Uh, care if they only spend two million on a guy as long as he's a young guy, who who can score.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's you you said you mentioned that Marco you felt like did bring some some change. Um, so let's listen to him, uh, from the post game, uh, media time, just kind of reflecting his general thoughts about the match. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about how he would grade his first, um, game in charge as interim head coach with this particular roster. Yeah.
2: I thought the the team had a spirited match. Uh, you know, unfortunately we took the, the, the goal early in the first half and, uh, we, um, I think we grew in the game, um, started solving some problems. I think at the second half, we had our, 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 best options and best opportunities made a formation change. Uh, that was, uh, fairly productive, we created some shots and opportunities, scoring opportunities out of that, including a, a penalty kick. So, uh, you know, obviously disappointed, uh, leaving without points, but, uh, uh overall, uh, strong effort by the
0: team. Yeah, so h- how would you grade um, what Marco brought um, after just a week in charge and, uh, you know, given a really difficult mountain to climb with this squad? Uh, I mean, did, did you see enough change uh, in this roster to give you some hope that, you know, some positive results are down the road.
1: Absolutely not. Honestly, I think if if Lucci was still in charge, and suddenly Mars healthy and starting, and you got a healthy Hedges and Brzon next to him, and a healthy Acosta in front, you get the exact same result. You know, it's it's I honestly, yeah, there there he there's not much he can do. He can do some tweaks here and there, but nothing that's going to be visible. He's still stuck with the team he's got, and all he can do is try to make them play better. You know, it's still luchi ball out there, really. That's not going to change. That's not going to change, you know, maybe when we have that 18-day break or something like that. Then he can implement some changes then that we may see that are visible. But right now... I mean, all he can do is try to get the team to play cleaner and make less mistakes and, and you know the normal stuff that would happen over the course of a regular season, it's he's been dealt a losing hand and, and that's that's it. you know he's interim and I'm sorry, it's you know, Hara may. Not just cost Lucci his job; he's probably gonna cost Feruzzi his job as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's got to sting. That's got to sting. Yeah, you know, I, 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 um, yeah, I don't think I saw. I mean, I, I agree with you. Better a de- better defensive performance, given up only one goal on the road, and Vancouver maybe could have had another one or two. And Mark came up big in those moments, and uh, the team played more cohesive. But, um, yeah, I mean, but, but this is FC Dallas that we've seen over the course of this season. A team that yeah. in moments can, can damage you, but in moments, too, it just doesn't ever quite come together, you know? And
1: and, and like I said, you know, I you, if I was not paying attention to the team and for some reason didn't know that Lucci had been fired, I... Honestly, have not did not see a difference.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing stood out as being different. It was basically a simple decision to play more conservative on the road and be more defensive minded, defense first. Basically, playing for the draw on the road, and we've seen that from Lucci. You know, it's it's still the same team. It's just healthier. I mean that's really the only thing that if Ruzi's getting, he's getting a healthier mm. FC Dallas team than Lucci had. You know, as all the all the all the players start running, you know come you know
2: it's yeah. too late, you know. Yeah.
1: I, I hope I hope Dallas wins all their home games. But honestly they're so far out now that not only would you need one team to make to have a complete collapse you need, like, three, four teams to have total, complete collapses. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. So
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking so, about this before the show, um, about, you know, what is the better scenario? Um, is it, you know, is it better that uh, FC Dallas makes the playoffs miraculously, that they put together a string of results and close out the season with a – and just – you know, just inch in, or is it make a lot more sense? Um, or is it better for the club for them to just go out early? And and, and I appreciate it, Jose, how you framed it, because if they can just barely get into the playoffs where they're just outside of it, that some folks in the front office can say, hey, see... We did the right thing by making the coaching change here. Yeah, we, we've got we can we can compete next year. We just need to adjust a couple of things, or uh, or the front office needs to contend that no, there's a lot of serious challenges with this roster and a lot of changes that need to be made. Um, and it's not just putting the new coach in charge, right? Uh, it's a yeah, tough it's I a mean, tough one because we don't want our team to lose. I mean, I don't want.
1: Oh, I, I, I I'm one of the most optimistic people out there when it comes to the team. And, And I was telling everybody, don't panic. As long as we're within six points, as we hit that last stretch with all those home matches, we'll be fine. Well, that's out the window now. And I'll tell you right now, it's for the better of the team, of the club, if Dallas gets eliminated from the playoffs early. And I don't mean, like, barely eliminated. I mean, several weeks before the end of the season, they're eliminated and and I'll tell you why that's a necessity for this team it's because it'll force Dan and Clark to take a hard look at the roster and they can't talk their way out of it saying oh look it was Lucci's fault Lucci's the fall guy that's he's been fired Ferrucci's gonna come in and make everything better but as much as I want this team to win every single match down the stretch it's it's probably not going to happen, and it's probably better that it doesn't, because it'll force the Hunts to look at the roster and say, "Fine, we have to make." And mind you, when when they say, when when think about it, when when Dan Hunt said that the team needed to make a couple of additions, take into consideration that we're probably going to lose Pepe. Either this either in the winter or in the summer, he we're absolutely losing Pepe. So you're gonna make two changes, and one of those has to account for Pepe. So technically, you're only making one change. Mm-hmm. All right, and if the team misses the playoffs and misses it, misses it by a lot, it forces Dan and Clark to prove to the season ticket, uh, season ticket holders that. They're trying to make changes to make sure the team wins. And
2: yeah.
1: it won't take just two. It's going to have to take multiple. We're talking, I mean, you ask any fan out there and they'll tell you. They'll reel off a list of players that they want gone, you know. And and that only happens if the team gets booted from the playoffs several weeks before the end of the season.
2: Our
0: buddy Ben says, "Yeah, we we need to have ownership really see that we have big issues to fix," and I, I agree. Thanks for for watching. And of course, it's it's hard. Um, it, you know, it's. Uh,
1: it, it, I, I'm I, I, let me let me let me okay. say that I'm not cheering against the team. I'm not cheering. I, I want the single game, but in reality, I just want the team to be true to form. And by true to form, I mean this team. Loses, uh, lo- uh, fails to get wins at home. A draw here, a draw there, and they fail to win on the road. If they sh- stay true to that, oh yeah, they'll be eliminated early. And then we got to sit there and listen to Dan say, "Oh, we only need two additions." No, absolutely not. Yeah, you need to you need to take a hard look at the roster and make some hard choices, and With the Pepe sale looming, you can't claim poverty because if you're gonna get, you know, that 10 million to 20 million sale, then where is that 10 million, 20 million DP that's not coming? Yeah. Hell, most fans would be happy if you spend. Let's say you said sell Pepe for 20. The fans here would be happy if you spend half of that on two DPS. We're not asking for much. We're saying, hey, you're saying, you know, all the money's going back to the team. Well, it was fine to say that when you were only selling a player for a million or 500,000. But now that you're selling players for millions of dollars, we're not seeing, you know, you just sold Reynolds for like seven, eight million. Where is that seven, eight million dollar DP? That's you're not getting the like for like. And like I said, FCD fans aren't even asking for like for like. We're just saying, do take bigger risks, be a bigger club, you yeah. know. And 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 yes, 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 yes. I love the homegrown approach, but the homegrown approach would work better if they had players that they could lean on when the kids are struggling. Right.
0: Ben says, Does this is Miss Penalty's show ownership that Hara is not worth the salary. And I think that's where some of that uh, that Brian Reynolds money is and Hara's salary. But hey, um, yeah, take I, some I, of
1: that peppy money and buy him out. I'm yeah. sorry. Do the hard choice. I mean, it, the, like right. I said, I don't think that's going to happen. But more realistically, you could buy down Acosta, bring him down to a TAM level player, and then that frees up a DP spot that's not asking for much.
0: I I think there's a lot of things. So that's what I'll be interested to see from, from uh, Farouzzi as he goes forward is if he's willing to take some risks. Like I I think at this point in the season, um, you know, it makes sense after just a week of change, you don't want to blow anything up quick, but, but after that match, you know, two crucial matches coming up this week, I, I think you want to begin to try some things. You want to begin to experiment. I mean, I'd love to see Paxton and, in the middle, uh, I like to see him and, and Shun get another start uh, on the wing. And uh, so I think there's things that Marco can do that I think would give me some excitement and, and energy. But um, I think all of this, too, is pointing to the kind of coach that FC Dallas needs to go get. And, and the thing is, I think, you know, I understand why Lucci was fired. I mean, it, this has not been a great year. But I, I look at Jim Curtin in Philadelphia and I know, like, they have a similar trajectory as Dallas and and those results weren't always good. Philadelphia was building and in a lot of ways Lucci probably needed more time, needed to continue to learn, to grow, and we needed to stick with him if we felt like he was gonna be what this team now maybe he wasn't, maybe there's more to the story, right? But ultimately I think we see if this is the style that the hunts want to do, where they want to be judicious and selective, and they're spending the money. They want to develop players. They they uh, you know want to uh, be a little on the thriftier side of of teams. That's fine. And again, then you need to find a coach who can motivate, get the most out of this assembly of, of players, who can help develop those young players, get them through the rough patches, and 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 get them going. But also a coach who is going to leave no detail over a turn looking for, um, you know, little edges, you know, how can we turn our throw ins into a- a- attacking you know moments? How can we turn, you know, get everything we can out of corners because every goal is going to matter whether or not we are successful or not. And so that's something I think, you know, m- we missed from Lucci at times. Um, I-, I don't think we saw that level of detail, uh, and, uh, it's why I, I have respect for a guy like Robin Frazier in Colorado because like, that is one thing that he does get out of his teams, those little moments that that can turn into uh, interesting. So it, it's gonna be like if, if hunt and, and if they're gonna go with this model that we got, you know they're gonna need to find a coach who can get a lot out of it. And I think like Pereo was that kind of. I mean, I think he got a lot out of some pieces that and some players like Atiba Harris and stuff moving people around. Um, he got value out of guys and, and coached something more than the sum of their parts, kind of a thing. And so, you know, I, I think some of this is hopefully showing Hunt and them what they really need to be looking for in their next coach. Uh, and and that's the question: whether Marco can show some of that over these final weeks of the season.
1: And here's here's something that of an advantage that the new coach, whoever that is, is going to have over Lucci. And it's something that I don't think we've really talked about, and that is with North Texas moving to the MLS Reserve League, that changes things significantly as far as it comes to reserves because I know everyone's bitching more about it, but think about it. FC Dallas can't just call out players from North Texas mm-hmm. because those guys are under USL contracts. You have to either offer them a contract to get them on the roster, or you've got to get them loaned to you. Either way, they're taking a roster spot. That goes out the window. The, that, that inability to move players up, you know, yes, you can move your players that are on your roster down and back up, but there's no way that for you, unless you're willing to give up a roster spot, to take players from North Texas and move them up. With North Texas moving to the reserve league, that goes away. We, we're not sure what's going to happen, but very likely those players are basically going to be an extension of the senior team. And I guarantee you MLS is going to have uh, stuff in place that will allow more free, free-flowing movement, mm-hmm. which will make it mm-hmm. so you don't have to wonder if a Cervinia or, or a Surreal can go down and play for a couple games. They can play all they want. So I think this is going to be huge, especially for such a young team that, that's relying on homegrowns. Those homegrown players need those minutes. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to take someone that's on the reserve team and pump them up and know that they've been playing for weeks as opposed to, oh, you know, uh, we're going to start our backup goalkeeper who hasn't played you know, most of the season, and we're going to throw him in here. he's going to start. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Which was, was what would have happened, by the way, if Morrow wasn't healthy and we have to go with our third-string goalkeeper who hasn't played all season. Yeah. So I think that's something to keep an eye on. To, I, I'm curious to see how MLS sets that up. Hopefully, like I said, the whole problem with the USL is, yes, it's great for development players, but movement from the USL team up to senior team is very hard to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's something that hopefully will make it so that the team can find some more cohesiveness, you know, going forward. And I know I veered off the course, but the bottom line is, is, is I think the coach that brings, they bring in needs to know MLS. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm getting at. And, and, and I'm sorry. I don't think Ferruzzi is going to be it simply because Ferruzzi much, much like Lucci has been set up to fail. Yeah. I'm sorry to say that but that's I, and and as a, if you're a manager and you're in tr- you're you want to come be a manager for FC Dallas I mean is that what's going to happen to you are you going to be set up to fail
0: Mhm Well let's let's shift out uh, a couple more topics before we close the show um Let's let's shift over to what we talk about development. We've already broached the, the topic a little bit here, Pepe Watch. Um, Ajax is preparing to make an offer. Some of the latest breaking news today that they were at the game in Vancouver. And I think uh, even though Pepe did not score, he was active and he combined well. and He had some yeah, really good hold-up play. Good hold he up was... play. Good. Yeah, I think it was, a, it was a good showcase for him. Of course, we hope he scores a lot more to, to set records. And he, and he made
1: some nice runs, by the way, that if the right pass would have been, you know, threaded yeah. to him, you know, but those passes weren't coming. You saw where he made several nice runs, but the pa- pa- the pass went in, op- in a different direction or towards the defender and, and wasn't threaded properly. You know, that's something that if you're a team, a bigger team, you see that you're like, well, he's making the correct runs. If Dallas has somebody to get the get him the ball at mm-hmm. that time, that's a goal or at least it's a shot on goal.
2: Yeah.
0: And so this is so the the, the word is that the that the next two weeks that uh, there is gonna be an attempt to get his services, sign Pepe, um, and bring him to Europe somewhere. A lot of speculation about which team that is. Juventus is another team uh interested.
1: Um uh, I believe uh so far what it's like roma mm-hmm. milan juventus bayern and, and ajax yeah. yeah uh bologna i think is another one mm-hmm. that's on there
0: and a couple and, of the teams have already been like oh no they they're asking too much which is which is good for from Dallas's perspective i mean this is a goal scorer here a 18 year old goal scorer
2: can't
1: well well think about it you got what 7 to 8 million for Reynolds. A right back that's not even that's not even uh, a marquee position in all honesty if we're being honest so if Pepe, goal scorers are they're coveted and he's so young that even if you think he has flaws you say hey get him a year or two in our system and we'll iron those out mm-hmm. so the his value is there, and of course, I believe Milan has gone on and said that hey, Dallas is asking for too much. Good, that's yeah. what we want to hear. Yeah. It shouldn't be a bargain bin buy. Dallas should demand more mm-hmm. for Pepe, and 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 what that's going to do is that's going to weed out the teams that aren't. Really, a hundred percent interested in him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm saying, you know, let's just buy him and, and loan him out, and, and, and you know, and see if he pans out. That's gonna dissuade those guys. That that means if the Hunts are asking for top dollar for Pepe, we don't know what the price is, but my guess would be somewhere in the twenty million dollar range is what they're asking. I'm not saying they're gonna get it. Yeah. I'm just saying that's probably their asking price. Which and which
0: two, makes sense. Which would be a record fee. Uh, for Major League Soccer, um, and well, what and- is
1: the record? Where's the record fee? Is it sixteen million, eighteen million?
0: Yeah, yeah, for uh, Davies, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would if I'm Dallas, I'm saying start there or don't call us at all. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, I mean, we just signed him to an extension, so he's not going anywhere, and we don't have to send him anywhere. And really, they need to play hardball. I know, I know the M T fans are like. Oh, you can't do that. Let him go to the Europe. You're... I even hear fans complaining that Dallas is holding on to their players so long. That's nonsense. That's That hasn't happened since Acosta.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, if anything, if you ask an FC Dallas fan, we're not holding on to them long enough. Mm-hmm. That's why the team is struggling. Because every year you got to replace a player that was sold that was the of the season before. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to do to consistently... Replace starters that you're selling off. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it, USMT yeah. fans. Pepe, if if you're going to sell him, sell him for top dollar. And again, show us. Show us that you actually put that money back into the team. Because if you're selling Pepe, then damn it. I want a high-priced DP replacing him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And high price means more than the three million you're playing Hara. I'm sorry, it's that's Hara is a low end DP. Even 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 three million is high by our standards, but it's low by MLS standards. I'm sorry. So if a team's gonna break the bank to buy paper from you, then we demand that you break the bank on your next DP because you're losing your top score and Hara is not going to replace him. So you need to go get the guy that's going to replace him. You know, I remember I, I, I ran that whole Juan Di Nano rumor, uh, over a year ago, that guy's available for like five, 6 million. And he's still tearing it up. Get that guy or someone like him. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah. It's going to happen.
1: Stick to your guns. I hear you. Six <laughs> your guns Don't listen to the US fanboys They're, They're ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and and if no one wants to pay that price, I mean uh with, I want to watch peppy for another year. I'm wearing I'm I'm wearing my uh my the, the new shirt. Right <laughs> so I you know, and I right the last time I bought a uh FC Dallas shirt with a name on it, it was for Kenny Cooper and then they they traded him <laughs> after that so I'm like ah oh, please well, you know the, the timing of this but whatever let's let's close out um with a we have a 6 point week ahead two games at home Sporting Kansas City and then Minnesota United neither game is going to be easy um both teams are fighting for playoff positioning and um both teams are excellent teams we especially love playing Sporting Kansas City, but the last time we played them at home, they they um, they took care of business quite easily. Um, and you know, FC Dallas hopefully is is remembering that game and is going to come out and and get a well, big from, result.
1: From Sporting's point of view, they're catching Dallas at the right time. Let's face it, the team is struggling. We got an interim manager. I mean, I'm sorry, but Sporting's probably licking their chops right now, saying. Mm-mm. We already know we can beat these guys. Yeah. And they're, you know, so I, I hope the team wins. I think Dallas will win. I think they'll find a way to rebound and get the W. But like you said, it's not, it's not a gimme, and 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 especially mind you on a short week. And and yeah. We still don't know who's 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 banged up. We don't know if Matt can handle, you know, if he's ready to go on a short week's rest, if he's that healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of question marks. I mean, what, my hope that the team does, What, what whatever happens on Wednesday, especially if, if uh, Polito is, is in town with Kansas City, is that somehow there's like a mix-up. And like, we, we, yeah, Frank O'Hara wakes up, and he's now part of the sporting Kansas City team and Pulido is now <laughs> now somehow <laughs> FC Dallas player. Like, I don't know, some kind of mix some kind of weird science thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I'm thinking, you know, what what would it take for fans to to stop being sour on Hara? And I think Hara would have to hit a hat trick for every game remaining like every game have a hat trick. And then some fans might start warming up to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm also I I think one of these games is going to be a, a nice game for Dallas. I think they're going to put something together, but I think it more likely it's going to end up being like a one win and a draw this week, or maybe one win and one loss. Uh, it could get worse than that, but I, I don't think it's going. to – I think the team's going to fight. So I'm hoping uh, the win against Sporting Kansas City. Then maybe they they give up a, a late equalizer against Minnesota or something like that. I I, I think it's still going to be a struggle of a week.
1: But... I I'm a fan. I'm hoping for two wins. And but you know the back of my head, I'm like, please, yeah. please, please get the get the two wins. And, you know, and like, like them... I, I know I've been saying, get eliminated early from the playoffs, but.
0: It might happen this week. I mean, if if they lose one of these games, it's pretty much cooked at that cha- at that point. But we'll see. A lot can still happen. You know, there's always. But every goal that Pepe can score from here on out, I think that price tag. You know that uh, the potential. I,
1: you know, I think I honestly Pepe has done what he needed to do already. It's, that's that's my take on it. He's already. Drawing the attention, uh, Ajax flew halfway around the world to come see him play yeah. in Vancouver, and talk to his agent. So, I mean, honestly,
0: and they're a good they're a good club to develop guys. They're they're
1: uh, the only thing that that Pepe has to do is stay healthy. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Stay healthy, and 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 work on his weaknesses. And I'm sure I guarantee you some of these teams that are interested in have probably discussed that with him and said, Hey, you know, if we're going to spend money on you, we want you to work on this,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, cause we'll be watching you and we want you working on this and this. I don't doubt that. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, um, here's the other thing. Uh, I know I, I was going back to it again. i said, you know, Dallas needs to make, Sweeping changes, you know, uh, in this off season, And mind you, I'm saying that because we're all talking about Pepe leaving, leaving, but I, I'm not so certain he's the only one that's leaving, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if someone puts in a bid for Chewy or Paxton. Cervinia, Surreal. I'm just saying that the if the offer's there, the Hunts will sell. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm yeah. just saying, sweeping changes have to come, and and some people got to go. And some people will. Some people that we don't want to go will go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I, I want the team to brace for that. If you're going to sell Pepe, then that next score needs to be on the roster at the start of next season. Even if you haven't sold Pepe, because we all know it's he's on the clock.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I don't want them selling him, and then it's like, "Oops, we're gonna wait several months to replace him." Okay, well those several months we're losing matches.
0: Well, um, we're gonna close the show up there. By the way, uh, North Texas uh, had a great uh, victory uh, against
1: uh, North Carolina. North
0: Carolina. Watch like the
1: match. It was a, a gutsy one. Solid display on defense. By the way, the the. Center back duel were the two kids from the same team from uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I can't think of the, the the you know the the Portuguese team that loaned mm-hmm. us three players.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So the two center backs are loaned from to us from that team,
2: mm.
1: and and they look good. I mean, they 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 shut down North Carolina, and mind you. North Texas needed that win. That puts them in sixth place. Mind you, they, they're, other teams have a game on hand on, on, uh, North Texas, but North Texas has a favorable home, uh, schedule. So as long as uh, North Texas continues to get results at home, they should be a playoff team. and, And, uh, I'm curious to see if they get into the playoffs, how many players FC Dallas will loan down because they could, they could, you know, if, if Dallas is eliminated from the playoffs, why wouldn't you suddenly loan surreal and, and Cervinia and Ryle? I mean, they could loan six, seven players Mm -hmm. down to North Texas in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Be exciting. I mean, um, it it was much need to win for them. I know. And, it was it was a fun match to watch uh and a, a killer goal. That that goal was was fantastic. So, a lot of a lot of good talent to see in some of these youngsters coming along that you, that um, are developing and hopefully will will make a make their way into the senior team uh, here and there as they continue to develop. Well, let's let's leave it there tonight. Remember folks, uh, follow us at bigdsoccer.com for your latest news and updates about FC Dallas. A great article there today from sound and fury about a couple of potential trade moves that fc dallas can make to strengthen the squad it's kind of intriguing um it's just fun stuff to read so we're not quite into offseason mode yet um but and hopefully we won't be for a while but um plenty of things to talk about and discuss as we go forward and we pull for fc dallas to to win as much as they can in the rest of this season well jose great thanks for joining us everybody um We'll see you soon. Oh, wait, one more?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, hopefully under happier circumstances. Yeah.
0: yeah, hopefully under happier circumstances. All right, good night, everybody.
1: Good night.